Hey, it's Rick Kettner here. This may be the single most important advice that I can share with you as it relates to entrepreneurial success. I wanna share three core principles that I've picked up over 20 plus years being an entrepreneur. These are the core ideas that I plan to share with my kids. I've got my son now. I'll likely have another kid in the in the next year or two. And these are the kinds of ideas that I really wanna share and instill in them to make sure that they have the most options available to them as they grow up and that they have an entrepreneurial mindset. These These are ideas that are tightly integrated into being an entrepreneur, but they're also just practical life principles that can really apply to almost anything you might want to pursue. So whether you want to become an entrepreneur, whether you know somebody else that may want to become an entrepreneur, maybe you or someone you know wants to raise kids with an entrepreneurial mindset, whatever the situation may be, I highly recommend that you familiarize yourself with each of these ideas, not just the idea itself, because odds are you've probably heard of one or more of these things before, but what I wanna focus on most in this video is why these ideas are so incredibly powerful so that you can get the maximum benefit from them. Let's start with principle number one have a bias towards action. In almost any situation you might find yourself in, no matter what it is that you're trying to pursue, you generally have two options. You can either take immediate action or you can delay. And often these delays come up for what seem like noble reasons. You're waiting for the right time. You're waiting for the right plan. Maybe you're waiting till you have certain connections with people, whatever the situation may be. This is a form of procrastination. Maybe it's perfectionism. Whatever is causing you to wait Typically, in almost every situation, it's better to take immediate action. And the reason for this is there's so much more that you can learn by taking immediate action. Things that you could never come up with or solve when you're just at the planning stage. One of my favorite quotes around this is from Mike Tyson. Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. The reality is whatever it is that you're trying to pursue, whether it's a new career, a new business, some other ambitious project, you are gonna take shots. You're gonna face failures. You're gonna face rejections. You're gonna face unforeseen challenges, things you could have never anticipated in the first place. The only way that you face these things and you learn to overcome them is by getting in the game as quickly as possible. So better to be in the game than be sitting on the sidelines trying to come up with the perfect plan because you never have the information that you actually need to improve your plan when you're sitting on the sidelines. So the core idea here is when in doubt between taking action or delaying for any reason whatsoever, take action every time. Have a bias towards taking action as opposed to sitting on the sidelines trying to come up with the perfect plan. Let's move on to principle number two, embrace difficult challenges. This is almost certainly something that you're familiar with or you've heard before. Maybe you've heard it described as look for the opportunities in difficulties, something cliche like that. But the reason why this is so important is because we actually get way more satisfaction than almost anything else in life when we accomplish something incredibly difficult. There's this weird dichotomy when it comes to taking on challenges or obstacles. On the one hand, when we first face an incredibly difficult challenge, It can be overwhelming, it can be stressful, it can be frustrating, we can feel lost, we can feel discouraged. But on the other hand, when we find a way to push through, when we find some creative solution, when we persist and just keep pushing and figure out a solution, there is no higher experience available to us in life today. It is the peak experience of us as human beings to take on an incredibly difficult challenge and to find some way to overcome. But this is a very difficult lesson for me personally to master over my life because if you're anything like me, you've experienced this where you persist, you overcome a difficult challenge. And for me, my first inclination is to think, well, I don't wanna do that again. That was incredibly difficult. I feel fulfilled, but I definitely don't wanna do that again. But what you end up finding out is that life is actually incredibly boring when you don't have an interesting challenge to pursue. 
It's the highest experience that we can have in life. And the reason for this is our brains are wired to be more motivated by the anticipation of achievement than by celebrating past successes. This is how our brains work. If you think about the evolutionary pressures that have been on us over the decades, if you go back, let's say 30,000 years, and let's pretend, for example, that there is one kind of person who finds it relatively easy to be content in life. They achieve something of significance, they feel fulfilled, they feel satisfied, they feel content. And then there's this other kind of person that for whatever reason, not making a judgment here, but the way that their brain works is when they accomplish something, they enjoyed the journey, they found it thrilling to overcome something difficult, but when they actually complete it, they're satisfied for a little bit, it's fleeting, and then they're looking for the next challenge. They're always interested in what the next difficult task that they can pursue. They're looking for the next obstacle, the next challenge, the next opportunity. They're never settling for what they've accomplished in the past. They're never really focusing on previous accomplishments. They're looking for the next thing. Well, if you look at these two different people, who do you think is more likely to survive a temporary famine or some other unforeseen complication in life or some other environmental pressure, whatever it could be that is put on them? Which one is more likely to survive? Which one is more likely to pass on their genetics, to pass on their approach to life, their brain wiring, the way that they pursue obstacles and challenges? Well, of course, the second one is far more likely to survive. They're more likely to be prepared. They're more likely to be not only physically prepared, but mentally prepared for the next challenge that they maybe face because it's the way that they operate. And so I'm not making a judgment call here. I want to make that super clear. I'm not saying that it's not good to be content or that we should never be satisfied. The only point I'm trying to make here is that we are wired. The way our brains are wired is to always seek a new challenge, which is why a lot of times when we're not living up to our potential, we don't feel good. We feel depressed. We feel frustrated. Certainly not the explanation for all depression. I'm not making that case. But this can cause us to feel depressed when we're not living up to our potential because our brains are wired to always be pursuing bigger, newer, and different goals. So we need to embrace this idea. And instead of seeing obstacles or challenges as necessary evils between us and what we want, there's this paradigm shift when we realize, let's say we're here and what we want is over here. We want the new car, we want the new business, we want the new house, we want some measure of success. And between us is this obstacle. And we think of it as the necessary evil between what we are, where we are and what we want. We want to shift this mindset to realize that the obstacle is the real reward. This is the peak experience. This is what makes life interesting. That other achievement over here on the other end, that's a trophy. That's something we get because we went through the obstacle. That's something that we celebrate because of how hard we worked to earn it. The real satisfaction in life is overcoming the obstacle, not getting the trophy at the end. It's the obstacle itself. And so this is why, in my opinion, when people win the lottery or they get something unearned or undeserved or they got given wealth or they got given a house, whatever it might be, they do not typically have the satisfaction that comes from truly earning it. Because the journey, going through the obstacles, overcoming challenges, that is the real reward in life. That is the peak experience that we can have. And whatever we get after accomplishing that only has meaning because we know how hard we worked for it. We know what it took to achieve it. And so the whole idea here is obstacles aren't something to overcome. They are opportunities for accomplishment. They're a source of satisfaction. However fleeting that satisfaction may be, they are what we are wired to do. If you want to learn more about this idea and really dive into this and get fired up about this idea, I highly recommend that you read The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, fantastic book that dives into these ideas in much more detail and kind of takes things in a different direction. But I think you would really enjoy this book if you enjoy this principle at all. But let's move on to principle number three, maintain a growth mindset. 
As we grow older, as we gain more experience in the world, we tend to start to develop a fixed mindset when it comes to certain skills or certain abilities. And what I mean by a fixed mindset is we stop trying to improve. We decide that where we're at today is where we'll always be when it comes to that specific area of life. And this isn't necessarily a conscious choice. What typically tends to happen is we just simply focus on our strengths, focus on things that we find that we're already good at. We put more time and energy into those things so we continue to improve. And then there's this other category of things in our life that are just uncomfortable. We've never really felt good at them. So slowly we just, without really thinking about it, decide that those are just not for us. We're not good at them. We're never gonna be good at them. And where we're at today is where we will always be when it comes to those skills or those abilities. So this is a fixed mindset. We've limited ourselves in that area. It's a self-limiting belief as opposed to a growth mindset where we approach something and recognize if we want to get better at that thing, then we can get better at that thing. This is something I've personally experienced in my own life in a big way. I don't have many regrets in life. In fact, I really don't reflect much on the past in terms of things that went well or poorly because at the end of the day, life kind of adds up however it does and there's good, there's good and there's the bad. But the closest thing that I have to a regret is not understanding this principle much earlier in life. Because for me personally, going back about 15 or 20 years, I put myself in a box. I started to consider myself an introvert. I had a few negative experiences when it came to public speaking. And I started, without really thinking about it, to just assume I'm not a good public speaker. I'm never gonna be good in front of camera. That's just not for me. I focused on my strengths in my businesses, businesses that I've co-founded, businesses that I've operated. I always had co-founders or employees take kind of the face of the company role, and I would play more of a behind-the-scenes role and allow them to represent the brand. And I just focused on what I believed were my strengths, and I enjoyed that. There's nothing wrong with it. But in the back of my mind, I always loved the idea of reading interesting books, having interesting experiences, and sharing those things with other people. I love sitting down one-on-one -on -one with people and talking about ideas, talking about books, and that sort of thing. I always wanted to do this on a bigger level, but I limited myself. Without even really thinking about it, I had a fixed mindset when it came to these skills, when it came to public speaking, when it came to presenting on camera. And let me be clear, I am under no illusion that I'm a great presenter in front of camera. This is a relatively new thing for me. I've been doing this for about nine months. I'm hoping to continue to improve, but more than ever, I'm shifting from a fixed mindset over to a growth mindset and realizing if I wanna get better at this, I just need experience. I just need to practice. I need to keep doing it. I'm gonna make a lot of mistakes along the way. I've made a lot of mistakes along the way. But the point here is we can easily find ourselves in a fixed mindset without really giving it much thought. And if there's something that we want to achieve in life, whatever it might be, but we're being held back by a fixed mindset, it's important to be aware of that. It's important to identify and be aware of this concept enough that you can have the introspection to say, hey, I'm stuck in a fixed mindset around this right now. Why am I stuck in a fixed mindset? What's keeping me from a growth mindset? And simply avoiding having these self-limiting beliefs where you feel you can't learn, you can't grow, and you can't adapt within certain areas. I would suggest to you that you almost certainly have areas where you're both in a growth mindset and where you're in a fixed mindset. There are almost certainly areas, be it sports or business or work, whatever it might be, where you know that if you continue to practice, you can improve, you can develop skills and abilities. But I would also suggest there are almost certainly areas in your life right now where without giving it much thought, you've fallen into a fixed mindset and you've just given up on really being able to pursue those skills. And so you've just avoided them. And so what I would recommend to you is to just be aware of this concept, to recognize it and 
to focus on developing a growth mindset, especially if it's something that's really important to you and it would give you more purpose and more satisfaction in life. If you wanna learn more about this idea, I highly recommend that you read Mindset by Carol S. Dweck. This is the book when it comes to this idea of maintaining, developing a growth mindset. The book has an interesting section on how to actually foster this in kids. Right out of the womb, kids have a growth mindset around most things in life, but they can have negative experiences. They can get negative feedback. They can misinterpret certain comments and start to develop a fixed mindset in certain areas. So this is an absolute fantastic book, both for yourself, if you have you know, a fixed mindset around certain things, and to share with other people. One of my favorite books when it comes to kind of the psychology of success, I definitely recommend that you read this book if you're at all interested in pursuing this principle further. But let me quickly recap all three principles and then I'll dive into some context on how you might wanna apply these moving forward. So principle number one, have a bias towards action. Principle number two, embrace difficult challenges. And principle number three, maintain a growth mindset. Now, it's really important to understand these are not things that you either have or don't have. They're not hardwired hard into you. In fact, I would make the argument that you almost certainly have areas in your life which you abide by these principles without even giving it much thought. And there are probably other areas in your life where you take the dark side of these principles. So for example, maybe you have a bias towards procrastination or you don't embrace difficult challenges, you avoid difficult challenges, or perhaps you maintain a fixed mindset. So there's a dark side to each of these principles. And I think each of us in different areas of our life apply these principles differently. So more than anything, as far as this video is concerned, as far as the message here is concerned, it's important to recognize these traits, understand their value, and look for ways to make better use of them. At the end of the day, simply being aware of these principles puts you at a huge advantage because you can choose to have a bias towards action. You can choose to embrace difficult challenges and you can choose to maintain a growth mindset, but it all starts with simply being aware that these principles are there and that you can choose how you apply them. So a lot of this comes down to simply knowing about these things and then trying to be introspective about how you may or may not be applying them to certain areas of your life. Anyway, that's it for this video. I hope you enjoyed the video. If you did enjoy the video, please do me a favor and click the like button down below to let me know. But even more importantly than that, I ask that you think of at least one person who you think could benefit from the message in this video, who you think could benefit from learning about these three principles and that you consider sharing this video with them. Just think of at least one person that you think you could share this with. I want this message to affect more people so more people can benefit from these principles. These are things I certainly wish that I learned earlier in life. And like I mentioned at the beginning, these are things that I hope to pass on to my son and to any future kids that I may have as well. So that's it for this video. If you have any questions, if you have any comments or thoughts about anything that we covered here, let me know down in the comment section below. We can chat about things there. If you're interested in learning even more about business, marketing, or entrepreneurship, I recommend that you subscribe or follow my updates so that you don't miss out on future videos. Thank you for watching. Watching, and I hope to see you in a future video.